Hey guys, welcome back to La Promesa. This is episode three. It's crazy. Okay, so I am recording this on Saturday. Um, this week has been very hectic to me. Hectic with two. This week has been very hectic for me. Um, I had like so many essays due and catching up, especially like with the finals coming up. I just took very like a little um, I just took more time with my stuff so they can be perfected because the end of the semester is approaching and I just want to do my very best anyway um it is currently 10:37 I got out of work like an hour ago I would say um today was very like it wasn't my best day Um, I ended up having a panic attack and it just kind of like ruined my mood for the day. But now, um, I was able to talk about it with like my close friends from work and I feel like relaxed and at ease at it, just being able to talk about it. Anyway, um, while that was happening, I had a break. And in my break, I was writing down for today's episode, actually. Um, and I have it right here. I have my journal. <laughs> um, I was writing about what to do. And today's episode is I'm going to talk about body dysmorphia and body image issues. I had seen Emma, Emma, <laughs> Emma Chamberlain talk about it and... I had really wanted to talk about it for my first episode, but I really wanted to, like, leave it for a bit, and something was, like, do it, because I had gone thrifting, like, two days ago, I bought some pants, and I just felt not the best about them, about my body and all that, because they really weren't fitting me very well, and I just went through sorry (laughs) um but i went through like 15 minutes and be like damn you know anyway but today's episode like i said is about body dysmorphia um every single person has different journeys with body dysmorphia some people um fortunately don't have uh get fortunately don't have it and don't go through it but for many people uh we do go through it and for me being a latino um growing up in a hispanic um pre-hispanic town predominantly hispanic town you're very used to like how do i say the nicknames in your household and all that um it's really we're not even in, only in the household, like, beyond that, like, at school, work, etc. Et um, you know, for me, I've always been called gordo my whole, whole life. Either gordo or flaco, which means fatter skin. Like, I don't want to say, like, fat, because it's not, like, like, gordito. Like, oh, you're chubby, all of that. That was, like, my nickname growing up with my mom. And with my mom, it was never, like, an issue because, you know... Yeah, it wasn't an issue with my mom, but 
sometimes it would like trigger me <laughs> because of things that like had happened and she knows about that but yeah like she's that like she understands and she doesn't really call me that anymore so that's i really love my mom <laughs> anyway also i do apologize if i sound congested again <laughs> oh my god my allergies have been killing me and like i said like today has been really testing me anyway back to basics sorry i'm doing something um yeah like my okay i want to start off by talking about like my personal journey with body dysmorphia so firstly it started at a very young age um when i was very little in elementary i would have eating problems i was very thin i wasn't anorexic but i was just very thin and i wouldn't eat properly and i was, I, I was very picky as a kid so i wouldn't eat like veggies and all of that i would like just eat random shit at home um and then it got to a point that it was really an issue because i would go do blood tests like my annual blood tests and they would like when they would like try to drain my drain (laughs) when they would try to take out my blood they wouldn't be able to find my vein and they would like try poking me and all of that like everywhere and it was just not the best situation especially because i was extremely young I wasn't even, like, in third grade yet. I was, like, below that, like, first or second. So it was really, like, hard for me to understand what was going on. And and then for a point, I was really, really skinny. And then the next year, my weight would change. And I would be, like, kind of chubby or chubby. And then I would go back to skinny. So my weight would always, like, shift every single year. And it was weird to me. You know, I never felt like i was skinny or fat i just felt weird i never knew what my body how my body looked in a way but it wasn't really an issue for me back then it was just more like of what to eat and all of that and i had gone through what you call a new you know the nutritionist i want to say that's what they're called but yeah i would go to them a lot and well, no, not a lot. I only went to them once. And I just felt very uncomfortable with the food that they gave me and the way that that specific doctor talked to me. Because I was like, what, in second grade? And he was talking to me like if I was like an adult. And I just didn't feel the vibe. I felt very weird and I felt very like scared because, you know, you're talking about my weight and, you know, I i'm just a kid like you you're trying to put me in a strict diet and even my mom was like what the fuck um gladly i never went through a diet because it wasn't really as necessary um the only real problem i had was like my cholesterol levels and all that but it wasn't a a freak like a big of a problem for me to like start dieting at a very very young age but yeah um after that there is this point from third to fifth grade that was real not really chubby but i was just chubby and that's when i started getting my nickname which was gordo (laughs) 
which means chubby in Spanish or something like that. But yeah, that's I feel like every single person in a in a Hispanic household has been called either gordo or flaca or flaco, etc. And once you get that nickname, that's your nickname. Like you can be even skinny, and they'll call you gordo even because that's what they're used to. For me, it was very like. Um, it would change as my weight would change. It, my nickname would change, and but yeah, um, but yeah, from third to fifth grade, I went through this phase of, you know, having cholesterol problems and then going to specialists. Now that was the first time I went to a specialist. Those three years, um, I had to do this like at least i want to say every six months i would have to go check my cholesterol just check my weight and it if i'm being honest like when i was very little i was i would be scared like i was like damn like i don't want to have this issue you know and i i had to control my eating for a while um because i didn't want like my cholesterol to be affected so i had made even at a young age i made a plan with my mom that i would start like not being as picky as i used to and just get like food that was normal to me but you know um do portions not small portions but like smaller so i wouldn't get that much calories and all of that well after that it worked out for a while and then sixth grade came along and that's when i got really skinny you know i wasn't very very skinny but i got skinny and i was like like looking back i'm like wow like i was skinny and then seventh grade came by and i wasn't really focused on that you know because middle school you like focus on different <laughs> different type of types of stuff with like you know just being preteen whatever all that crap so I wasn't really focused on my body and I would still go to specialists, but they would be like, oh, you know, um, you're doing much better and all of that. So I really didn't like, focus that much on that. But yeah. And then what's it called? Eighth grade was when I was fine in a way. No, like mid seventh and eighth, eighth grade that's when i started noticing my body changing um i was really skinny but i had like love handles as well um and i i really didn't like that because it messed with my mind i was like but am i skinny or or am i fat you know and my mom would be like oh like no te preocupes son tus hips um oh bruh for she would say like oh don't worry like it's just your hips like don't be focusing too much about it you know because then you're gonna set yourself out and i just ignored her i was like yeah whatever but but yeah like it, it was really weird to me and then high school came along and that was literally the point where i really 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 got body dysmorphia it was I had noticed this change with my body really quickly in freshman year 
Um, I was skinny, but I was also chubby. I was, like, in between. Um, I had, like, rolls, but I wasn't, like, too focused on that because I still was skinny, and people would be like, oh, you're just thick, which, thank you, but that also kind of made me, like, "Mm," you know, even though they were talking about a different type of thick, but, yeah, um, it would, like, kind of fuck with me. I would be like, yeah, you say I'm thick, but I'm thinking of the other one, the other meaning of that. And, yeah, it would just mess with me, you know? And there's a point that that's, well, that was the point where I would, like, constantly be checking, you know, my eating habits. Like, if I ate too much, if I ate too too little and all of that. Because I wanted to control my weight and have a balance, you know, not eating too much and not eating too less, you know. I thought that was healthy, but it wasn't. And like I said, like I had not really bad, but I had cholesterol cholesterol problems. So I would like overthink too much, you know, and it became an issue and that was the point that i joined the marching band and all of that and i joined my vm the vmt what the fuck i joined a fine art school and that's when i joined you know started um getting trained for dance and all of that because before then i was like self-taught so like for freshman year was the first year that i actually had training so when I joined that, I was, like, working out in class and with... <sighs> Sorry. Um, I was working out in class and in band. I would have cl- um, dance class from 2.40 to 4.05 or 4. And then I had band practice at 4.30 or 5 until, like eight or seven you know um october that's when we would like kick it up to like 8 p.m all of that just because of uil purposes and all of that but yeah there is i had like a good balance but at the same time that was when my sister got a job at chick-fil-a and i would come home to eat chick-fil-a every single night which is nasty but i still ate it um and that was like my own fault because I would text my sister to bring me food. Sometimes she would be no, but I would like send her send her money and all of that. Some sometimes, or sometimes like my mom would be the one getting food. But yeah, um, it was a struggle for me, my body image, and it's it, it still is, but you know, but it was more of struggle because I was a dancer and I was. I was also like a band member, so there is this expen- uh, ex- expectations in my eyes of being skinny because I'm both in band and I'm also in in dance. So I felt like I had to have this certain type of body, you know, because for me I did like contemporary. That was my shit. Like I did contemporary and jazz and hip hop. So I felt like I had to be like the skinny one and the athletic one you know i wanted to jump high 
and you know land my per- my turns perfectly etc etc you know um and it just became such a focus on me and it was very 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 stressful on my part and all of that but through all that like i f- i really felt like high school was some of the worst years for me and because of people because not the only did i have myself telling me about my body image like being in the mirror like oh you fat bitch <laughs> oh my god <laughs> like going up to the mirror and be like oh you fat fuck nobody fucking likes you you fucking pig you fucking pig and like i'm laughing at it but it's true i would like i'll tell myself off and rip myself to shreds for no reason i mean i did have a reason but like it would be like dude you're fucking crazy you know you're fucking mental for like ripping yourself apart at 15 14 years old you know and freshman year wasn't wasn't like a bad bad year but it was like just the start of it and then sophomore year i gained a little bit of weight i started noticing a little bit of chin a little bit of back rows ain't no problem with that now but like looking back i was like fuck 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 you know because i was like thin and then people quickly noticed about that too and it was just weird for me because i was like like i said i was a dancer and a band member so i was like what the fuck i'm supposed to be skinny but when i got home i wouldn't properly take care of myself you know now junior year came around and dude that shit was bad that was bad like oh my god like now i have closure with that and i'm happy i have closure with everything um with the people well on my part um so sorry but oh my god back then was so bad um at people like my age and then sometimes instructors tell me comment about my weight and it really really stayed with me um oof i'm getting a little bit emotional um yeah it stayed with me dude it was like fuck like i'm already going through that myself i don't need you to be telling me what i am in your eyes or how you view me or how my body looks to you i don't need that like that's fucking crazy to me like looking back i fucking took it and i'm like why the fuck did you take it you're fucking stupid for doing that but i was very vulnerable because that's what i thought you know i knew that i didn't like my body and people telling me that i just felt like drained and burnt out of being like no but i'm not you know so it was really like for me but yeah like i hope this isn't triggering for anyone but i was like like i would show up to school in the morning um and back in high school they would have like Okay, so it was the band hall, right? I would sit outside the band hall and all the band kids would sit there because we would, like, just go inside and, you know, drop all of our stuff. And so, basically, I would get dropped off in the back 
and I would walk sometimes. And I would go by the office. It was like a three-minute walk. And there was lunch ladies outside before entering the office, you know, handing out breakfast to students if they wanted anything. So they, they wouldn't have to go to the cafeteria, which was in the middle of the campus. So they usually, like, had uh, lunch ladies outside of the office and just giving out the breakfast and all of that. And I would go at times um, to get breakfast if there was good breakfast. So when I would go... Um, there is these, there is one, there's one person and, and, but he would like tell me like, ooh, he would tell me like, damn, you're eating so early already. Like you're eating already. And it's like, bro, I, you know, my mom would make me breakfast every single day. And I would be like, mother, I love you so much. But like. It's okay for you not to make me breakfast today. Like, they're giving good breakfast at school. I want, like, like a croissant today. And she'd be like, oh, okay, mijo. Like, I love you. Thank you. Like, because she would wake up so early. And I love my mom so much. So I was like, no, it's okay. Sleep a little bit. Sleep in a little bit today. I'll get breakfast at school. There's no biggie. You know? Just so you have enough rest to go to work. And when I did do that, I would come to school, get my breakfast, and be told that I was already eating. Why I was already eating that early. When I was just eating breakfast, and I just woke up, you know. I wanted to have something in my stomach, because I didn't have lunch till like 12.35. And sometimes the lines were hella long. Because, mind you, I would eat in a different campus. I'd go across the street to my fine arts, fine arts school. And not only that, it was a magnet school. So two other schools would also go to that campus. And one of the schools, specifically, they would go early. So majority food, the majority of the good food would be gone. So that's why I was like, you know what? Let me go eat breakfast today. But then I would be told, like, oh, you're already eating. And it really meant that was something that really messed me up super bad. Because at that point, after that, after that, after that point, after that day, I really didn't want to eat breakfast. And, like, back in high school, like, especially in band, I was known for, like, bringing tacos and all that. And I still would bring them, but, like, I wouldn't eat them in front of people because I just felt uncomfortable of being told, like, oh, damn, you're already eating, you fat fuck, you know? So I didn't eat breakfast. I would literally eat my tacos, my breakfast tacos at lunch. And, you know, people would see me eating my breakfast tacos and my my lunch and be like, damn, you're eating too much. And I would like, it would mess me up, dude. I would be like, what the fuck? I can't eat in peace. Like, yeah, so what? I'm, I'm a little bit chubby. I have love handles and a little bit of stomach. Like, how's that a fucking issue, you know? And it, it, it really, truly messed me up. And there was this point in band that people would be like, oh, you're not fitting into your costume. Or like, I, I have closure with him. And I moved past this. But 
there is this one person that was also like I went to get a sandwich because I think we had practice for no we had a game for marching season um a football game and I went to a little corner store that was like across my school to get like a sandwich you know some hot fries and an Arizona team came back happy as fuck you know my happy ass was like yay a sandwich because they were really good um hot fries and an ice cold arizona tea before the game splendid i get to eat something before the game when i came in through the doors and i was like oh yeah i got food for myself like yay like i got food and then i was told like that's why you're not fitting into your band uniform and now I have closure with it, but at the time I was like, fuck. Not only did you say that to me, but you said that to me in front of everyone. And it made me feel embarrassed because people laughed, you know? And I was in uniform crew as well, and I just felt very, like, just shitty because people would, people would talk about my weight like if it was such a funny topic. And yeah sometimes i would laugh but i would fucking cry to my friend i'd fucking cry dude it really like fucked me up and like i shouldn't be focused on that at such a young age and that's when i started comparing myself to other people especially on tiktok it it became such a common thing to compare myself to my friends to celebrities and to people on TikTok, it really messed me up. And you know, there's so much I can handle. You know, you know, I had brought it up to my directors. Nothing was really done about it. It was like a slap on the wrist. But you can't control those types of things anymore. And it was that was one of the things that made me want to quit band and it led to me like not liking band and me not trying my best senior year you know it was just the whole like react chain reaction or like domino effect i lost my passion for band because i was constantly picked on of on my body and i feel like a lot of people like knew about it about that at the at that time but people wouldn't say anything because I don't know. And I didn't expect them to say anything either. But it would have been very nice to have someone like being like, hey, don't say that. Like, that could really fuck you up. Or like, you wouldn't like that to be said about you. Nothing was done. And not even in band, it was also in dance when I would be told by some people that. As a dancer, you know, when you're doing a toe touch or a leap, that there shouldn't be a loud thump when you land. Yeah. Or like, I was on the second floor. There, Mind you, that was the highest floor, but whatever. Um, I was on the second floor and I was practicing my leaps. Um, I would always practice shit in that class, and I don't know 
white people give a fuck about me doing shit but I would practice and there's this one person that would constantly say like haha your toe touches are gonna like break the floor the wooden floor and you know you're ruining the floor and all that and he would constantly constantly talk about my weight to a point that it really messed me up dude it really fucked me up and I ended up cutting him cutting him off during quarantine because yeah you say you're joking around and yeah I was I should have been like hey like I say that it's okay but it's really not and I should have had more communication with that but it's fucking common sense to be like you know I would have a limit if people would be like haha you're chubby I would be like okay it's that's not the thing like I knew I was fucking chubby that's the thing I knew I was chubby that wasn't the issue the issue was with people that would take it a step further and go over the belt um say rude stuff like yeah call me fat but don't be like saying that I'm gonna break the floors or that I'm gonna cause (laughs) cause an earthquake or that I'm not gonna fit into my band uniform or tell me that if I'm already eating those are the things that really fucked me up and stayed with me um and nothing nothing was done by the people that I saw as second parents nothing was done the only one that truly stuck up for me was my dance teacher and that's because I told her every single thing that happened with me and she knew everything not everything but I told her how I felt and she said that if it continued that I could let her know you know just by me telling her and her being aware and saying like you know what if this happens one more time and it gets worse let me know and I really appreciate her for that but my I'm not gonna say anything but some it 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 just felt like they didn't give a fuck oh it's okay they're gonna be gone next year oh it's okay um you know bullshit it's bullshit you one of your higher ups is making fun of my weight and making feel making me feel like shit when i would go leaps and bounds for your shit you know being here every day a little bit earlier staying a little bit late and it just felt like a slap in the face honestly but honestly it's whatever now i've already moved on from that but it's still sometimes that's like dude you couldn't even have the decency to say hey don't do that or Hey, this is your last warning or your first strike or whatever the fuck, but I don't control that. <laughs> but it really fucked me up and um in through quarantine I was fucking by myself obviously because we couldn't do shit. So I had myself um constantly telling myself, You fat bitch, you fat fuck, you belong in the fucking <laughs> farm with those pigs you know i'll tell myself that and uh, i i said that like oh, i'm so proud of that yeah i told myself that no i would tell myself that and sometimes even worse dude i wouldn't eat that much yeah i wouldn't eat that 
I wouldn't eat that much. And looking back, it makes me so sad because I really feel like I was such a nice person. Um, well, <laughs> I was a little cunt too, but I wouldn't go for something that people can change. That's my thing. Why go for for stuff? Like, if you go for people, for things that people can't change in 10 seconds, don't open your fucking mouth and say shit. That's my thing. And that's what pisses me off. And I feel that that's why so many people, I feel like I'm diagnosing, <laughs> but I feel that that's why a lot of people are struggling because literally little assholes are like telling others haha you're fat you're fat like okay thanks for pointing the fucking obvious thank you you know and like simple if they can't fix it in like 10 seconds don't fucking open your mouth i'm pretty sure you have toe fungus and that shit doesn't go away you know like please like shut the fuck up i know you have a unibrow you know like <laughs> like bitch I know that you add no, I'm just, I can't say this dude I can't I can't like sometimes I would look at them and be like bro like no offense but you're one to talk you know but whatever <laughs> but yeah I would like be like okay but fix yourself and then, then tell me what to fix you know but yeah I feel like with that it just came with a lot of shit but yeah it's just crazy and to me that I went through that shit when I was like 15 all that but if like I'm hoping well not hoping but if someone like if you're listening to this and you're dealing with body dysmorphia I'm like gonna I feel like Dr. Phil. <laughs> but this is what I did. Um, I started, like, cutting people off, which is the first thing I did. I started unfollowing um, people, blocking people, um, being straight up like, hey, shut the fuck up, or I'm not going to be your friend anymore. And I would just cut them off on the spot. Um, I would, like... I know it's hard because I went through the same shit, but I would, like, kind of tell myself, like, you know what? You're fat, and so what? So fucking what? There's more to love, you know? Yeah, you're chubby, and what about it? There's more to love, you know? Yeah, you have a little bit of back rolls. Hey, you know? People can grab... (laughs) People can grab it, like, and hold you. You know, it's not a bad thing to be chubby. Fuck, dude, I'm still fucking chubby. Yes, I'm working on my body and wanting to get like uh, lean, and that's a fitness journey for me. But you know what? I'm still chubby right now. You know, I'm barely gonna start my fitness journey. I had no motivation for the past month or so but you know what who fucking cares if you're chubby and to my chubby guys out there like so what if you have a little bit of boobs so fucking what you know 
you might find it ugly right now but someone truly loves you for you and that's what I had to realize you know yeah there's people out there that loves a little bit more than just muscles and lean tones you know you're gonna find your person if you feel like you're ugly someone's gonna love about that some someone's gonna love that about you you know but and if you're like insecure about your body and you're like thinking of like being with someone all of that no I, like personally don't do that you need to learn how to love yourself and it's in order to love someone else if you can't love yourself how the hell are you gonna love somebody else can I get an amen up in here and I would unfollow people from TikTok Instagram Facebook Snap it's well, I don't use Snap. But, you know, all those apps. Just unfollow all those people that you compare yourself to. That's what I did. I would compare myself to so many influencers because I followed them. And I ended up unfollowing, like, most of them. Some I still follow because I really like their ass, ass, oh, aesthetic. Aesthetic. So I, like, follow them to get inspiration of that. Like her outfits or whatever. But yeah, it's not like I'm comparing myself to that. It's like, oh, like that's cool. Like I kind of want to be like that. But it's not like I'm being like, ugh, I'm fucking ugly and I want to be like him. It's more like, oh, damn, like I look up to you. You have such an amazing sense of style. And you know what? You have a great body too. I want to be like you. And you know what? I'm going to work for that. That type of way me i know it's kind of like kind of like comparing yourself but it's not like of you're ugly i'm ugly you know it's more like oh that's cool like you know what maybe i'll work on myself in this so i can achieve that look or somewhat close to it you know with my fashion sense um i had a very hard time especially thrifting um i've always had a difficult time thrifting pants because I'm 5'3", with size 34 to 36 waist. My, the, the size, like, up and down, I don't know what, <laughs> I don't know what you call that, the um, seam, no, that's not a seam, bitch, I'm, but, yeah, the length of the pant would have to be, <laughs> this is so embarrassing, a 28 or 29 but the waist would have to be like a 34, 36, or even 38 pushing it. Because some of the textures are different. But yeah, dude, like, I have such a hard time thrifting. I know so many, like, you know, chubby guys also, or chubby girls too. Especially, like, if they're short, like, being like, fuck, you know, you're screwed. <laughs> but yeah, like, for me, um, like I said in the uh, in the beginning, I had gone thrifting, and these pants are a size 36, and I was tripping the fuck out. I'm like, bro, am I size fucking 40? I was like, fuck, you, damn, you know, fuck. But I was just bloated, guys. But, <laughs> but yeah, it, it just started coming back to me. I was like, I don't want to go back to that headspace. 
but luckily I'm off of that because I started like cutting people off, you know, focusing a little bit on myself. Um, I'm following, muting people. Oh my god, like no offense, but I started muting some like not friends, but like people that are like, nah, you know, I like just I'm following them in general, and it really helped my mental health. With my body dysmorphia, you know, I still go through it, you know, but it's not at a point that I'm gonna need therapy about it because I did have a little bit of therapy on the side, but <laughs> it it was something that I had to work on myself, you know. I can't expect someone to help me when I can't even help myself, you know. It's that kind of shit that really like, you know what? A therapist can tell you that you're fucking amazing. I love that. And you can talk about it all you want. But it's up to me. It's up to you to actually fix that. How are you going to love yourself? You know what? Are you hungry? Okay. You know what? Let's go get a pizza. You know what? Let's do four. Oh, my God. Not me. <laughs> this is what I would do. I would be like, you know what? You're hungry. You're not fat. Go get a pizza. A whole pizza by yourself. Eat four slices. At the moment, leave the rest for tomorrow. Leave the rest. It's okay. You know what? If I'm having a bad day, I'll fucking get food and I don't give a fuck what anybody says. You know why? Because that's my fucking body and it's my temple. But I'm not saying for you to overeat either. Because I would do it in the healthy manner. It's not like I ordered myself pizza for like six days a week you know I'll do it like once every two weeks or so and I'm like make up for it you know with healthy meals but yeah I would like spoil myself I'll be like you know what you look good today let's go thrifting oh you look good today let's go take some pictures you know you just have to spoil yourself and love yourself because if you can't do that for yourself don't expect someone else to do it for you. So, that's how I viewed it. I was like, if nobody fucking likes me because I'm fat, so fucking be it. I'll be fat. You know? But you know what? I'll be fat or be chubby. But you know what? I fucking love myself for that. I don't give a fuck what you say. I don't give a fuck if you say I'm fat, chubby, or if I don't fit in your fucking spectrum. You know what? The only thing that fucking matters is that I love myself. And that at the end of the day, that's all I need. As long as I'm happy with myself, happy with my body, you know, feel comfortable in my own skin and, you know, being able to love myself. That's what matters to me. And to close off this episode... I just want to say that you're perfect just the way you are, whether you have back rows, love handles, etc. Or if you're skinny as well. Because I know my skinny people also unfortunately go through that. And, you know, it's not just for my side. And I know I only, like, talked about, like, the my, my type, like, of chubby people, you know, because that's what I am and that's what I went through that's my experience however just because someone is also skinny doesn't mean that they don't have body dysmorphia it's not 
the same, like, it's not the same. Well, it is the same, just different experiences. That's how I see it. Yes, it is the same because body dysmorphia is body dysmorphia re-fucking-garless. But one is on the one side of the spectrum and the other is on the other side. And there's nothing wrong with that because body dysmorphia is still body dysmorphia and issue is still an issue. Now, I just want to say that you're perfect just the way you are. And if you're a guy with a little bit of chichis, it's okay, bro. It's okay. You got some chichis, bro. You got some <laughs> you got some coconuts. I got some coconuts too. Ain't no fucking issue with that. Ain't no fucking issue. And I'm so lucky right now to have the most amazing people with me right now. You know, my friends from work, um, my friends here. And like three, four best friends from home. That's all I need. On top of that, my family. That's all I need. And myself. So, like I said, you're beautiful and you're amazing. And if I would kiss you, I would kiss you right now. Baby girl. (laughs) But (laughs) just know that you're really, really amazing. And if there's... If you feel like you need professional help, I would say for you to seek professional help. And there's nothing wrong with that. Because, hey, help is help. No, they're there for a reason. And they're there for you. And they're there for, for you to, like, to help you on your journey. For me, it took me a good while to even get close to how I am right now. I still battle with it for sure but it's not as bad and I'm very proud of my journey right now so I just want to leave you with that and I hope like you being able to listen with my experience and how I got through it and all of that gives you an opportunity for you to like you know what it's okay and Every, everyone goes through that. Not everyone, but I, people go through it, and you're not alone with that. And you shouldn't be feel, you shouldn't feel embarrassed or put yourself down about that because we understand you. So yeah. Well, that was it for this episode for episode three. Um, I do apologize for posting this late. It's 11.23 already. And yeah, I really hope you guys have an amazing evening, an amazing morning. And a big happy Easter, whatever you celebrate. I am Christian, so much love and blessings to everyone. Um, But yeah, whatever you guys celebrate, if you guys are... No. Going to church or going to families, you know, to have a little Easter hunt or whatever. I hope it goes very well and I hope that it goes 
very, very well. <laughs> I already said that. But I, I really hope that you have an amazing day tomorrow. Because it's amazing. You know, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to go back home. So I'm going to work. But you know what? I'm going to be with my friends. And that's all that matters to me. Because I love my friends from work. And they mean so much to me. Mucho amor para ellos. <laughs> but yeah, I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And, you know, it gives you a little bit more insight of who I am. And, you know, hopefully it's able to help. It helps someone. Because at the end of the day, this is why I decided to make this podcast. But yeah, I'm going to take my fat ass to bed. I'm really tired. It's been a long day. And I think you should too. Not that you're a fat ass, but, <laughs> but just that you should go to bed. But yeah, um, I really love y'all. POV, we're making out. Uh, there's no need for that. <laughs> but I really hope y'all have an amazing weekend and an amazing start of the week. I'll see you guys. Or Bitch, I don't see y'all, but um, I will... See you when I do, which will be next week. In La Promesa, Capitulo Cuatro. <laughs> okay, for real, I love y'all. Goodbye. Good night. And this has been La Promesa, Capitulo Tres. Fin. Okay. Bye, y'all.